talking about Girl Scout cookies? Am I correct yeah, well, about that? Because they have a new flavor. Oh, it's like a raspberry something, and it's kind of like the Ooh, raspberry rally. Yeah, and but it looks like a thin mint. Oh, okay. So don't you know in your head? Don't think, oh, a thin mint. I'm gonna take a bite because when you get the raspberry, your brain's gonna be like, what's happening? Okay, but Brr. I kind of I kind of like raspberry though. So I like raspberry better than than the thin. I can't stand thin, thin mints. I'm sorry. Mints. I I do love a Girl Scout cookie, but I've thin tried mints? them for years. They're not working. Right, you keep because you're like it must be me because I keep trying them and they're just not good. For they're they're not making me thin. All right, <laughs> Tom, what's going on? I found something better than Girl Scout cookies. What'd you find? You ever heard of crumble cookie? Oh yeah. Oh, she's, she's, she went into a um, euphoric state there, Tom. Bit. Explain it to me. I've not heard of them. They are the absolute best cookies because they're served warm, Ooh. and they have five five different ones each week. Ooh. Chocolate chips always on the menu. Then you've got the um, lemon poppy seed. What? Oh, that thing's delicious. Oh, oh yes. My goodness. Uh, you know, you're speaking yeah. my language, Tom, because yeah. every time I get online and it says, do you accept cookies? I'm like, yep, and milk, too. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, Brandon texted. We're kind of in trouble. Oh, oh <laughs> We're kind of okay. in trouble. Uh, okay, you guys are trading on th- uh, treading on thin ice uh, with dissing the thin mints. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm just trying. They're not making me any thinner. <laughs> but, I mean, we keep trying because we think there's got to be something to the hype. Deborah, however, Deborah texted and said she's going to bring us, uh, she's going to be near the station Ooh. in September, and she's going to bring us some of her baked goodies. Oh, I wonder if that's going to be cookies. Those trump every other type of cookie. The homemade cookie trumps every other type of cookie. Okay. I'm sorry. Can you join me? Yeah. One, two, C is for cookie. Oh. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I, I couldn't join Don't you. I didn't know what that was. I'm sorry. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Uh, You do not know the Cookie Monster song. I've never heard of it in my entire life. And, I mean, I remember I watched Sesame Street, obviously. Yes. You know, and I remember Cookie Monster and Oscar and Mm -hmm, all those guys. mm -hmm. Uh, Josh from Richmond Hill texted and said, she doesn't know the Cookie Monster song? What? How, oh, how does it go again? Oh, my God. Because I don't know. Cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that starts with C. Uh, uh, who cares about other things? C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. C is no for idea. cookie. Come on, Ninja and Jake. Come on. For me. C is for that cookie. One. That's good <laughs> enough for me. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. You've I, you know, never heard that before. I've never heard that. And like I say, I watched Sesame Street like I loved The Count. I I had a little crush on The Did Count you have a crush on when the... I was a little kid. A puppy? I didn't. I mean, I guess I knew it was a puppet. But I loved his accent. I, I was drawn to accents from a wee lass. But um, I don't know. Maybe it was the purple coloring. I'm not really sure. But I did. I, I had a little crush. Not on Cookie Monster, evidently. Well, you Sorry. know, I did. the things we find out. The this morning. Find out. Uh, Z is for cookie. Cookies are good enough for me. Robin Liz, his morning crew. I thought, I mean, I, I thought we were close in age. Yeah. And you did not know the Cookie Monster song. Uh, 
from Sesame Street. No, and I watched Sesame Street when I was a kid, but I just, I don't know this song. Like, I just, I don't remember it. C is for Kooky. That's good enough for me. Oh, Kooky, 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 start with C. I have no idea. Okay, uh, Missy said, when my daughter was little, this is a text, C for Cookie was the only thing that would calm her down when uh, they were like... Uh, riding around in the car, oh, I guess, or something okay. like that. So sweet memories there. Monette said she's with me as well as Rachel. They said neither one of them have ever, have ever heard this song. <sighs> and I think they're both telling me like that they watched Sesame Street. Maybe they were like me and were more into the count. You know, because I did. I really feel like I had a little crush on the count. Um, so much so that Is when anybody I, else finding this creepy? Is any? I, I, I mean, Jake it. Ninja. Just a little bit. Just I was a child. I was a child, and I just I liked the accent, I guess. But I will say, when I got older, and I was a grown adult, and Sesame Street Live came to town, I asked to be part of like the the pre party thing, and I met the count, and I got a picture with him. Oh, so <laughs> backstage passes to a meet the bit, count. Just ah. to meet the count. What can I find to count? <laughs> I must, uh, one. One ring. That's the telephone. Uh, uh, I'll answer it. No, I must count them. Yeah, two. Two rings. I have to answer the phone there. No, no, I am counting the rings. <laughs> three. Three rings. I'll get it. I feel like I'm blushing. Four. Four rings. Uh, but I have to answer the phone. He's so cute. Hello? Hello? Five glorious rings. Uh, uh, He's so excited about everything. Uh, Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Uh, I found out uh, Liz had a crush on the Count from Sesame Street. No, it wasn't like it was last week. I mean, it, I was a child. I was a, a little child, and I did. I I had a crush on the Count. Okay. I liked his accent, I think. Um... And that unibrow? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was cute. <laughs> okay, so uh, Leah just texted, and she said that she had a crush on the cartoon Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah, but the okay. cartoon version. Oh, okay. Of okay. Peter Pan when gotcha. she was little. Now this is all you know, as we're little kids, and you just you know. All right. <sighs> you, I, you didn't. Well, pro- probably Daphne from Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. Scooby, I mean, you know, maybe. she wore the same clothes all the time. It was a little odd. Okay, as I would tell my wife, it's a cartoon. It's okay. just a TV show. Okay, fine. I mean, look at the, the Gilligan's Island. They went on a three-hour tour, and they packed all them clothes. It's just not Except really for Gilligan and the Skipper thing. and the Professor. Exactly. They so, okay, Ninja, did you have a crush on somebody? You know, I did. On, After on you a made cartoon. fun of me. After you made fun of me I had for to th- it. I know. I had to think about it. <laughs> but it wasn't a puppet. It was a cartoon. What? Um, so the son from Meet the Robinsons, the one with the dark hair. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then looks like he's in a boy band. <laughs> and, a little bit. And then Dash from The Incredibles. Oh yeah, he's so cute. Yes. I get that. Okay. All right, Jake. Oh, all right. So I used to watch this show called Kim Possible uh-huh. on Disney, and the villain, Shigo, right up my alley. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, there's a... Always down with the bad guys. Picture of this on the screen. You'll be able to watch it on his radio TV. Is that a, is that a mustache does she have? A no, mustache? that is definitely her lip. Okay, oh. okay. But very strong features she has. She sure do. She is beautiful. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Robin Liz, his morning crew.
Isabella is eight years old. Okay. And she made probably the longest distance call any child her age has ever made. Okay, her dad's like a ham operator. Yes. And so she got on the ham radio, knew the lingo, knew mm-hmm. everything, and she connected with the International Space Station. Like, what? Okay. An astronaut on the International Space Station. I think it's amazing. Yeah. All right, let's give it a listen. Let's All hear right. what happened. Welcome to the International Space Station. November Alpha 1, Sierra Sierra. Mike Zero, Lima Mike Kilo. My name is Isabella. I'm eight years old. You're five or nine. Thank you. Mike Zero, Lima, Mike Kilo. This is November Alpha One Sierra Sierra. Isabella, it's uh, so great to chat with you. Thank you for getting on the radio and saying hello. Thank you, fly safe. Thank you, Isabella. Seven threes. Okay, couple of things. <laughs> this accent is killing me. It's so November, November, Alpha Romeo. I don't even know what she's saying, but it's so cute. It's a call sign. That's the right. that's the call sign she's giving. But I don't like. But how? How did the Alpha One Sierra 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 Mike Zero Lima Mike Kilo? Like, could you say no to that if that call came in to you? I'm answering it every single time. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Uh, We're days away from football, but it's still dead on baseball season because you're a baseball mama, right? Yeah, it is going to be baseball season for the next couple of months. Majors going through October, but let me tell you about Tucker. Tucker is uh, Is he a new player that got caught up to it? No, no. He's a baseball fan, though, Um, but he he was in a precarious little situation. He only had days before Tucker wasn't going to be around anymore, unfortunately. He was at the Humane Society. Oh, uh, so time was ticking away. Time was ticking, and Mm. so the Seattle Mariners found out about Tucker's story, and somebody, somebody said, we got to go get this dog. So he's a yellow lab mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's about four years old, and they brought him in. They had adopted him. Now they're hoping that a family eventually will take Tucker home. It's oh not that they don't gosh. want him. They just want yeah. him to have, you know, his forever home. Uh, but for now, he's an unofficial mascot. He's going to be at every game. Okay. He is uh he has access to unlimited balls that he can play with. Oh yeah, I mean, come on that. <laughs> Tucker's in baseball heaven, man. Right? Oh my goodness. And his main job or purpose there with the Seattle Mariners is just to get spoiled and be yeah. loved on because he's had a, a rough road so far. Yeah. And so it is time to make this puppy happy. Oh my gosh. So after Tucker gets adopted, Mariners, I'm available. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. Love elephants. I, I love elephants <sighs> as well. Um, and I think they're a, a, a lot smarter than we give them credit mm. for. I think a lot of animals are yeah. super intelligent. Um, so in China, and this happened, I guess, just in the last uh, little bit, but there, were, there was a family that went to the zoo. Okay. And there are several little kids, and it looks like a toddler, maybe, maybe up to four years old, is standing looking down at the elephant enclosure. Okay. okay. And you know how kids fidget? They yes. just do. And so I guess fidgeted so much, the little sandal they were wearing just popped off. Ah, uh, no. so I bet the elephant wanted to see what it was and, oh, and sure. to kind of taste it out and yeah. grab it with its trunk. You know, gave it a little taste test first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
nah, I don't, I don't think I want that. Sweaty feet, nah. Right? Nah. Ew. Toe jam. <laughs> and so <laughs> took the trunk and lifted it back up to the kid. Oh, my gosh. Gave the shoe back to the kid. Yeah. Like, yes. uh, to me, that's, that's intelligent. That's yeah. super intelligent to realize, okay, so that's the kid that dropped the shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, you know, not, and not thinking shoe because they don't know the word. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but just knowing it belongs to that person and getting it back yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, he was afraid the other shoe would fall. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. I don't watch scary movies. I don't. I don't like that stuff in my head. It'll keep me up at night. But this, this sounds like it came from a scary movie. Okay, it was. It was NASA released this. It was audio from a black hole, and yes. it was from the Perseus Galaxy Cluster, and over the weekend. Now they said they didn't want to make it creepy sounding, but they mm-hmm. did boost the. Uh, the level up, the uh, the audio. Well, so but. that we could hear it. Yeah. But they said, I guess there's a, a misconception that space is silent, completely okay. silent. I would not think it was silent. All right. But that, that's a misconception. But let, let's listen. Black hole. See, all I, all I hear or I'm, see in my head. I'm creeping now, man. Right? That's like, ew. Right? I just, I see in my head like somebody walking towards like an old telephone <laughs> because it's ringing and you know the bad guy is on the other end and you go to answer the phone. And, and, you're, and you're going, don't go, don't right? go, don't go. Don't answer it. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. Okay, so remember those those big like metal slides you see at amusement parks mm-hmm. or state fairs or something like that? Well, they just opened a giant slide up at a park in Detroit, and then they had to close it down the same day they opened it up. That sucker, people were going down it, and they were just catapulting up in the air. I mean, it's just like, oh, my God. Gosh. Did anybody test this thing out before? I mean, because. I mean, oh my. I mean, you can see it on his radio TV, but my gosh, these people are, are like, they're bouncing 10 feet up in the air. I know. As far as I know, nobody got injured, as far as I know. But it was, it was that someone could definitely get injured well you know because anymore it's all about safety i mean if you go to the playgrounds and the slides are all nice and plastic and there's a rubber mat at the bottom of we've learned a lot when we were a kid man it was like a metal slide and you you may or may not survive coming down and if it was the middle of the summer that slide was 712 degrees (laughs) there used to be a water slide just down from us here and it was i don't even know what it was made out of i think it was made out of gravel and so you would have this like rubber mat but if you ever came off that mat you were like ah road rash robin liz his morning crew Today, we can all sort of um, identify with William and Kate, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. This may be the first time I've ever been able to relate to them. Yeah, because <laughs> they're moving. Uh-huh. They're moving out of London. They're going to keep their residence there. They've been living in Kensington Palace, which is where Diana lived. That was her oh, main residence. Okay. So they've been living there. But, um, I mean, it is. You know, I was in England back in April. That was like uh, the dream trip that my husband and I were finally mm-hmm. able to take. But uh, went to visit Kensington Palace and it is right in the middle of everything and so I get it they wanted to get their three kids 
away from city life and all the hustle and bustle. And, a little bit more normal life. Right, yeah. right. And so they, they've moved to a cottage, which is, okay, can identify with this or relate to this, but on Windsor Castle grounds. So Windsor Castle is like 25 miles outside of London. Okay. So it's still a castle. It's gorgeous. But it, it does have more of a country feel. It's in a very small little town. Come to our country home. Kind of. Our country estate. Yes, that's where um, Harry and Meghan live as well. Or they have a residence there called Frogmore Cottage. Um, and so, Are they still talking? I'm just... I I, you know, I don't get into you've all got all the ro- You've got all the royal news. But I don't get into that. When y'all start fighting, I'm not going to talk about you anymore because right. we need to love each other. We family. But, so they're going to move their, their family okay. to London. I get it. We moved to the country like 12 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. And it was just nice to be able to have the kids have space to play and, you know, not have the big city life. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you've got a story, like a move that you made with your family and it was the perfect move to the perfect place. Maybe want to share? Yeah. And I'd love to hear from you. 800-447-7234. You can call the text. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Today, we can all sort of um, identify with William and Kate, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. This may be the first time I've ever been able to relate to them. Yeah, because <laughs> they're moving. Uh-huh. They're moving out of London. They're going to keep their residence there. They've been living in Kensington Palace, which is where Diana lived. That was her oh, main residence. Okay. So they've been living there. But, um, I mean, it is. You know, I was in England back in April. That was like uh, the dream trip that my husband and I were finally mm-hmm. able to take. But uh, went to visit Kensington Palace and it is right in the middle of everything and so I get it they wanted to get their three kids away from city life and all the hustle and bustle a little bit more normal life right right and so they've moved to a cottage which is okay can identify with this or relate to this but on Windsor Castle grounds so Windsor Castle is like 25 miles outside of London so it's still a castle. It's gorgeous, but it, it does have more of a country feel. It's in a very small little town. Come to our country home. Kind of. Our country estate. Yes, that's where um, Harry and Meghan live as well, or they have a residence there called Frogmore Cottage. Um, and so, are they still talking? I'm just. I I, you know, I don't get into you've all got that. all the you've got all the royal news. But I don't get into that when y'all start fighting. I'm not going to talk about you anymore because right. we need to love each other we family but so they're gonna move their their family to london i get it we moved to the country like 12 years ago 11 12 years ago and it was just nice to be able to have the kids have space to play and you know not have the big city life oh my gosh maybe you've got a story like a move that you made with your family and was the perfect move to the perfect place Hey, want to share? Yeah. And I'd love to hear from you. 800-447-7234. You can call the text. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Popping the popcorn for in the morning at 710. Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. I'm Brian for Rob today because 710 tomorrow morning. We're going to find out together. Right. We are going to find out who is going to take ownership, drive away in that 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. And and thanks, courtesy of Gilstrap Family Dealerships, yeah. thanks to Southern Wesleyan University and Timmons Contracting for uh, making this uh, reality a possibility. But let me tell you, there were so many people that 
we got to meet. We got to meet you and love on you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you loved on us. I mean, brought us cookies when we were out some places. They brought and you cookies? They brought us cookies. Ryan brought us cookies oh. in Merle's Inlet. Oh, my goodness. They were delish. Mm. But it was awesome just, you know, getting out on a summer road trip and uh, you getting your 15 bonus entries to win that vehicle um, going on the My His Radio app, you know, texting in the word car, you know, all that that went on. Yeah. You know what else? happened as well when you guys came out and you stopped by and you saw us and then other people that may not know about his radio they were coming over and asking questions mm-hmm. and so we got to share about what his radio was all about and, and about Jesus and mm-hmm. about hope and encouragement that uh, you find on his radio so yeah. man thanks for stopping by and seeing us yeah but tomorrow at mm-hmm. 710 that's the culmination of this summer road trip that is when we're gonna find out who gets to drive away in this 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. So again, tomorrow morning right here, Robin Liz in the morning, his radio 710.